Hello and welcome to Nurse in Transition. This is your host, Kiana Brathwaite. Hello. I hope everything is going well with life. And um, if not, know that you are capable and able to handle it, right? I think that's, I think before I read to you guys the definition of stress as per my mindfulness class. And um, it's the perception of, right, uh, not having the resources to be able to handle anything that's coming towards us. That's how they define stress. And I'm really shortening the definition as I was a gist. Um, but today I wanted to talk about guilt. I think that's something that is prevalent in our society. It's something um, we carry around with us. Sometimes it's we acknowledge it and sometimes we don't. Uh, one of the books that I've read recently this year by... Brene Brown, The Power power of Vulnerability, um, really talked about guilt and shame and what that can do for you. And recently I was um, talking to a friend who's going through some things and um, then I, this month, right? So this is October that I'm recording, recording this episode, October 2019. And this was supposed to be the month that I put my business on hold um, and really focused in on our move, right? Because we've lost our house. We're just at a point where we need to move out of the house uh, so the bank can take it back, right? It's been um, foreclosed on and that's just where we are. Um, we have 12 years worth of accumulated crap that either needs to be tossed or packed or whatever. And um, as the person who runs the household, and I'm doing air quotes, it's kind of fallen on my shoulders to deal with it. I was hoping to have, you know, my husband help out and step up and the kids and that hasn't happened for one reason or another. And so I was like, all right, I'll take October at the end of September. I was like, I'll take October, put my business on hold um, and focus on that. Right. I'll just... I'll just do it. And um, as soon as I surrendered and let go of building my business and making connections and all the stuff that it needs to be done in order to have a profitable, successful business with recurring clients, um, my schedule completely picked up and I found myself meeting with people and going to events and networking and doing all this stuff and kind of pivoting um, the direction that I was taking my, my business in. And I don't like to say pivot. Everybody else says pivot. I really say gear shift. You know, I'm changing gears or switching gears because that's really the way that my brain works. I go into modes and um, I was going into kind of fixing, figuring out and logistics for home mode. And then all of a sudden, all the things that kind of plant seeds and yield fruit later, um, started to happen. Right. And I put the house on hold and was like, well, nobody else is putting any energy into this. I'm not going to do it by myself. My business needs me and I'm going to be there for my business. So I, I shifted gears again. And here we are at the end of the month and nothing's been done in the house. Um, we have probably about two weeks before we have to be out. And if we're not out, we either have to get our lawyer back and start paying them again 
which of course we owe them right now because we got back because of the government shutdown and blah, blah, blah life. Um, but then we have to figure back once we pick up the lawyer again, have to figure out paying them. And it, it's just, you know, one thing after another. And so I found myself this morning really feeling guilty about choosing my business and doing what I needed to do for that as opposed to doing what needed to be done for the house. And there was a point where I started to berate myself, right? Like you should have just, and why didn't you? And you knew that. And I said, nope, nope, nope. There was another part of me that said, "Mm -mm, we're not going to do this because if this meant anything to anybody else that is involved in this process and they know what it takes and we're all trying to figure this out together. Um, but nobody else wants to carry this. Why are you carrying it? Why are you going to guilt yourself into something that one, the month is gone. You have no control over that. You did what you wanted to do and what you needed to do. And I believe that there'll be positive outcomes for that. And your family needs to step up. Um, and if they don't, then whatever. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so guilt has a funny way of showing up and it usually shows up at some of the worst times where you already feel bad, shameful for not doing, achieving, looking, being, um, and then you you pile this on yourself, right? So another thing that happened this morning was... um, I chose to, I have a one pager that was due by close of business today. Uh, my week was really crazy and I didn't have an, I didn't have as much time as I would have liked to put into it to do it. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to wake up. I know my business. I'm more than capable and I'm going to put this project together. Um, this one pager together as a result, my husband, I asked him early to take our son and he has a recital today. And he forgot his, well, I didn't wake either of them up. Um, They had to get up and get themselves together. And in my head, a story I was playing was, oh, my son's going to be mad at me because I didn't wake him up so that he could get up and be out the door in time. And if he's late, then, and it, you know, all this stuff, right? And so um, he woke up, he got dressed. I don't know what he did as far as snacks or whatever. And he came in and he gave me a hug. He was like, hey, mommy, good morning. And I just... It made me stop and think about how I, what, what my expectations of myself are um, and who's holding me up to these expectations and why are they there? I remember a couple of years ago, um, last year, earlier this year, maybe last year, I was putting together a proposal for a prospective client and I put all this information into this proposal and poured my heart and soul into it sent it to the client, had the, the prospective client, had the meeting, and um, they ended up not using my services. But I had, when I was doing a proposal, had like these really high, it has to look like this and it's got to be perfect and I should not include. And my husband was like, why? Why? And I was like, well, because it's a it's a indication and it's me putting myself out there. And, and he was like, but who's setting these? expectations. And he said that to me several times over the last year where money's not coming in the way that I expect it to. And 
the business isn't looking the way that I expected. And he keeps reminding me that I'm the one setting the expectations. You know, I'm the one that gets to determine what it looks like. I'm the one that does the projections of what I see and what I think and what should happen. You know, it's, it's all me. So if I'm crumbling under pressure, it's the pressure that I placed on myself. And that pressure comes from the guilt and the shame of not being enough, not producing, not showing up in a way that I used to define it. And it, it still rears its ugly head at times where I find myself going into that, like I was this morning, you know, berating myself about why things aren't where I think they should be. And, um, but I'm way more aware of it now. And I, I stop it head on. Like I go, okay, so the stuff doesn't get moved. You're not the only one who's responsible. And if you didn't have any help and you decided because you didn't have help that you weren't going to shoulder it all good for you. Right. Um, your business is not where you want it to be or where you expected it to be when you looked out at April and projected what October would look like. But you also couldn't foresee all the other life hurdles, humps and grumps and challenges that you hit, you know, in the interim between April and October. Those are things that you couldn't foresee. And you're not really looking at where you came from, right? You're not looking at all the things that you did achieve. You're not looking at the good that came out of it. You're not looking at how you're now spending time with your kids that you want to, when you want to, and how you want to. You're not looking at you get to show up for your business the way that you want to show up for your business because you made that decision that that's what you were going to do moving forward. And if you do something that you don't want to do or something comes across your path and you're like, you know, I don't want to do that. You're fine with it. And when I started to have those conversations with myself, the guilt dissipated because in essence, I'm showing myself compassion and I'm showing myself love and I'm saying it's okay, right? You may have these goals. You may have all of these things that you want to achieve. You may want your business to look like a $150 billion company and then who's to say it's not going to get there? Who's to say that you're not going to have six different locations or you're not going to be the nurse administrator that you want to be or you're not going to do whatever it is that you put yourself to, you know, you put your mind to doing. Nobody's to say that you're not going to do those things. But the fact that you want to do it yesterday, that's not realistic. The fact that you want to do that and work out and take care of yourself and give yourself pause and meditate and pick up a hobby and read 50 books. And, 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 you know, when you're setting that one goal to earn whatever that income is and you're not taking into account all of the other goals that you want to achieve and all the other things that you want to do, you're not being fair to yourself and you're not giving yourself an opportunity to be successful. So guilt in, and it shows up in so many ways, but for me, it shows up when I feel that I'm not meeting the expectations that have been placed upon me, both internally and externally. And I get really stressed out um, because I perceive it as something that I am not capable of handling because I don't have the resources, but I don't look at things in a way that says, is this only your burden to bear? And the more that I start to do that, the better I am at delegating or even releasing and surrendering to, 
I'm not the only one involved and I'm not the only one responsible. And if this falls through, I'm not the only one who's going to suffer. But if this is successful, I'm not the only one who's going to benefit. And using that lens to look at things, anything has really started to help me relate to life a lot different. Now, do I have it under control? Am I like all, you know, peaceful and stuff? No. The other day I was in the car and totally lost it and told lady I would beat the crap out of her because she was playing the, you know, the road rage game. Um, so no, I don't have it all together. I, I may get there one day and that would be awesome, but I do get glimpses into myself where I'm like, whoa, And I did that in front of my son. And I was like, I am not, this behavior is not okay. It's not good behavior. It's not great for you to role model. I sincerely apologize. I'm not going to make excuses. It's not okay behavior. And I'm working on it. Now, I hadn't had an outburst like that, honestly, in probably two years, but I recognize, and I was even talking about it to my husband with my son around, like, I don't know what the trigger was. I don't know how I went from zero to 700,000 and ready to run people over with my car and beat them with a bat. Like, that's just really where I was mentally that day. And that's okay. You know, that's where I was. And I'm, I decided not to berate myself and beat myself up about it. That's where I was mentally. That's just where I was. And recognizing, okay, I, I wanted to pay attention to the trigger. You know, was it guilty guilt because I felt like I was going to make my son late for his thing? Um, was it shame? You know, was it anger? Was it just misplaced? Was it non-alignment? Whatever it was, it's still, and it, it could have been a combination or a culmination of all of that that just turned out to me through. Threatening. And it's not funny. I looked at her in her face and sent her horrible energy and was like, carry that with you where you go, you know, and she probably did. Or maybe she just chalked it off. I don't know. Um, but it was, yeah, you, you, you transfer energy to people and you, you, you know, you're not sure of the ripple effect it has in the waters of human humanity and earth, but it was just really looking back on, I'm like, yeah, yeah, not my brightest time, <laughs> but we grow and we learn. And maybe next time, instead of saying what I'm thinking, I'll just take a deep breath. You know, you learn from your mistakes, um, your good ones and your bad ones. Um, so just take a look at the lens that you're looking at yourself with and your expectations and who you're needing and why you're setting it and who you need to, whose expectations do you really need to meet and why, and what are your priorities and where do you want to put your energy? And then that'll help you be kinder to yourself. And when you're kinder to yourself, you're less likely to berate yourself and feel guilty and feel shameful and just know that you're doing the best that you could do. So I will leave you with that. Please feel free to email me, um, with any questions, comments, circumstances under which you've experienced something similar, um, whatever you're going through, I would love to hear, share, know, because I don't want anybody to suffer in silence. And as you go through perpetual transition, you can possibly end up suffering in silence. Um, so email me, Kiana B at uh, KB Calls. Check out my website, www.resourceandhealthcare.com. Uh, there's a little thing way at the bottom after all of the stuff on the website about what it is that we do. 
that helps you, you know, prevent, provides you an opportunity to sign up for the newsletter. Um, I'll be kicking that out in December. I'm not doing it right now, but I am gathering emails to start working on working through transition and how it is perpetual. So um, being open, honest and transparent. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day as you listen to this and a great rest of your week, no matter where you are in your week. And I look forward to speaking to you soon. Take care.